0: this is we have options hosted by me personal finance expert dominique broadway i left my career as a financial advisor to the one percent to help the 99 build generational wealth no matter who you are you have options and i am here to help you turn those options into dollar signs do you remember the feeling when you got your very first paycheck the excitement that came from seeing Your hard work pay off in the form of actual, real money. The anticipation of ripping open the envelope, seeing all those numbers, and deciding how you'll spend your new fortune. Then, taxes. Simply put, they really do suck. Yes, they fund our public education system, roads, and more, but it's not fun to see that money leave before it even hits your bank account. Or for self-employed people, it's even harder to write that check every quarter and send it off to the IRS. As an employee, taxes are super simple, right? They come out of your check and every tax season, you complete some paperwork and probably most many cases receive a refund. For anyone whose income is non-traditional, though, things can get way more complicated. Self-employed individuals and people who earn money from investments need to be educated on their tax requirements and how they can save on those taxes and more. So I'm going to be sharing with you easy to understand details on everything that investors need to know when it comes to taxes. All right. So first things first, let's talk about taxable income. So while we're often defaulted to thinking about our income being taxed, the number one thing that investors need to know is that there is so much more, right, than our money just being taxed by the government and them taking a percentage. Income can come in so many different forms, right? They can come in the form of dividends, interest, or even rent on real estate. Yep, you've got to pay taxes on all of those. But your capital gains, also known as profits from selling assets like stocks, are also subject to being taxed by the federal government. So capital gains tax implications. Now, the good news when it comes to capital gains is that capital gains taxes aren't paid until you sell the asset and actually make a profit. So you could be increasing your overall net worth by just holding onto stocks and watching them grow, which is one of my favorite things to do. Now, the bad news is that the percentage that you are taxed when you decide to sell And liquidate your profit is a very complicated calculation with several contributing factors. Things such as how long you held the asset, because short term is taxed higher than long term, your tax bracket, and additional income literally all factor into the percentage that you'll pay on any capital gains. Okay. So while taxes are unavoidable, there are some tips that all investors should consider. And yes, taxes are unavoidable, but there are strategies that you can put in place to help reduce the taxes, not avoid them, but reduce them. All right. So number one, reinvest, reinvest. If you get paid dividends on any of your investments, it is wise to reinvest that money because if the money goes back into the investment, it's a capital loss, not gain. And of course, losses are not taxed, okay? Number two, keep accurate records. Trust me, I'd much rather be jetting around the world than keeping records. But when you proactively keep accurate records, like how much in dividends you reinvested, you ensure you are not overpaying taxes or making an error that will cost you so much money in the long run, okay? So here's a tip. Don't forget to track any brokerage costs that you also may incur from investing. These commissions or brokerage fees should always be calculated into the overall amount that you paid for a stock, which affects the eventual capital gain or loss associated with the stock. Now, many of us are using free platforms or platforms that have little to no commission. But if you are using something where you're paying commission or um, maybe even paying some sort of management fee, make sure that you're calculating that as well and deducting it from any gains or losses that you have with your investment. Okay? Number three, invest in small business or being self-employed. There are so, so, so many write-offs for small business owners and self-employed individuals. Everything from a percentage of the cost of your vehicle to travel expenses can be written off as long as they are part of doing business for you, right? So many different ways to reduce your taxes. Another one is look into tax-free investments. There are several ways that you can invest money in Assets that are tax-free, right? Options such as your 401k, your 403b, other employer-sponsored retirement plans, IRAs, health savings accounts, exchange-traded funds, municipal bonds, 529 education funds, U.S. savings bonds, 1031 exchanges, universal life insurance, and charity are some of the main investments or things that you can invest in that may have a reduced tax or a tax-free component to it, all right? Next, filing your taxes. This is very important, okay? There's no right or wrong answer to the questions of who should file your taxes, but thankfully there's enough options out there to help you pick the right person for your situation. And it's really important, especially as an investor, to make sure that whoever you're filing your taxes, or if you are filing them on your own, making sure that you have all of your documentation and that you have taken really good records. But if you have a professional doing it for you, make sure this professional is very familiar with what your taxes can look like in all the different strategies that can be very beneficial or helpful to you as an investor. And especially if you are a trader. All right. So the taxes, as we can see, are completely unavoidable. But with these tips and strategies, we should be able to at least greatly reduce your tax bill. We have options is a production of Money News Network. We have Options is written and hosted by me, Dominique Broadway. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoy.